podcast Hulk Smash. Hey, welcome to Cape Crisis, everybody. It's the first one of 2013. Oh, I'm definitely going to tweet about this. <laughs> <laughs> As you should, Stan Lee. Uh, it is Stan Lee. Made it one more year. Who just celebrated his birthday. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Stan Lee. Happy so birthday. this is the podcast about comic books and graphic novels. And Spider-Man. Uh, uh, and Spider-Man, definitely Spider-Man. He will be talked about this episode, that is for sure. Uh, I'm here with my regular co-host, Christopher Chris Antista. What up? I'm also here with a uh, good old wrestling buddy, Dave. <laughs> David Run- Dave. Run- David Dave Rudden. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, was, how did Brett spell your name out one time on Games Right? Or your name? It was what? like Hank, quote, Henry. Like you just had like eight quotes in his name. Uh, it was like Hank Henry the Tank. The Tank. I don't But remember. actually Henry. And, it was like uh, Henry Henry the Tank. <laughs> tank Gilbert. <Hank. laughs> I don't remember. And that is Brett Elston, our fourth guest. It's a four-man episode. Oh, look at that. Exciting, huh? Oh, wow. And this is uh, not recorded on our usual Wednesday, so if we're a little out of date on any news, tough titties. Anyway, though, we just came back from quite a holiday break, guys. Mm -hmm. Not Christmas, holiday. So everybody have a happy new year. Hey, hold on. We we have to do... do, That's all happening on laser time. (laughs) Okay. Don't go into resolution. Okay. Asterisk. Editor's note. (laughs) Listen to laser time episode. Yes. Find out what happened on their holiday. Yes. Anyway, uh, hollering Hank. <laughs> well, then, so we should talk about at least comic books. What read you read over holiday. the break? There you oh go. my goodness, I read so much. I did not. I read so very much stuff. Uh, oh, but Brett, why don't you start? Oh no. Go okay. Ahead. Well, the first thing I read was I caught up on. Uh, I was about three issues behind on Hawkeye, and so I caught oh, really? up on that. I'm still a couple issues. Behind. And Hawkeye is the best. Like, yeah, it's is, good. It is. It is currently my favorite superhero comic. I'd say it's actually. very good. So yeah. weird. So I, I, I'm totally in league with you, but I just never thought I'd hear those yeah, words. Yeah, I never out thought I would. Yeah. Hawkeye is the best. Comic. I know it's well because it's has. I think it's because it has so much creative freedom compared yeah. to like all these other books. Yeah, and the other thing I realized it, when I first started reading it, uh, the girl Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, what's yeah. her name? Kate. Kate? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was reading it. I didn't put it together mm-hmm. because over the break it's kind of jumping around. But I, I finally bought and read all of uh, oh, Young Avengers. Avengers: The Children's Crusade. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I read um, uh, Young Avengers. I was buying those issues as it came out. Young Avengers mm-hmm. is the dumbest idea that worked spectacularly. It's great. Hmm. It should not it. have worked. I did I by the it. first eighteen issues. I haven't oh, read them yet. Love it. I love young, the artist uh, Cheng Chung. I'm not. No, I know. I know who you mean. Yeah, it's Jim Johnny Asian. Can't remember exactly. I can't pronounce those. Uh, very, very good. Very, very good artist. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but not flashy. Like not in a way that like would make him. You it's know, very the next. Uh, yeah, McFarlane. Oh! I can tell. It, I can Sorry. pick out the art immediately, and it's very strong. And very, very. Um, you know, stylized, but mm-hmm. not stylized like Humberto Ramos or something. Where it's like yeah. it's, it's it's changing the image of the world practically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just very strong art, but. Young Avengers was super good, and then it ended a couple like years ago, and then never really found a new home. And then there was this like eight or eleven issues arc called the Children's Crusade, which was the return of Scarlet Witch and how they go find her because they and be- Scarlet Witch had been like put on hold for like four years, four years after she yeah. blew up the Avengers and disassembled. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I've, I don't know, somehow I've taken a real shine to Scarlet Witch and somehow I've found her super attractive now and I can't figure well, out why that happened. gotta be that dumbass paper mache hat. Well, I liked her. Yeah. They, they, they well, that artist, the hat. Well, the well, artist does a very cool rendition of her. Mm-hmm. Just the way he draws her, I'm like, I'm into this. I'm only think, thinking well, of the issue of New Avengers where Hawkeye finds her in exile. And does, it, does her. But the, the art style is completely, it's the only one but that... But that was actually a Doombot as... Children's Crusade reveals uh, he, he did it with a Doombot. Oh, did he? Well, yeah. They, well, so they reveals that one of the one of the, the Scarlet Witches they thought was was a Doombot. The Doom one bot. that Beast saw, who was just like, "I'll yeah. let you just hang out." And, yeah. And then no, she. It, and that's what I liked about Children's Crusade in general was that like it needed it was it told a great story of the Young Avengers anyway. But yeah. the more important thing was it it got it got Scarlet Witch back on track. Yeah. Scarlet Witch had basically become a villain. If yeah. she was ever brought back, and that was they didn't want to make her a villain. But and I liked how Wolverine was like actively trying to kill her every time yes, she showed yes. up. It's really cool. Well, and she deserves the no, she, the, yeah. the the one that killed all the mutants and murdered half the Avengers. Mm-hmm, that yeah. one does deserve it. But and she was treated like a little like Bill Mooney in that Twilight Zone episode. It's oh, very the, good, Bill. Yeah. Like the little boy who can kill everybody. Yeah. And oh, send yeah. To the it's a good yeah. thing. Yeah, okay. a good <laughs> the ball has turned into a bald fat guy. <laughs> and what oh, do you say man. when something like that happens? It's a good it's thing. A good but thing. Well, I did that. Damn it. Yeah, see, that, look how fast that happens. Right mm. into the sentence. All right. Uh, but, but no, like I read that. Um, and that gave, but about Kate. Yeah, so I was reading that and I was like, wait, I remember. Because I was like, I was walking around just a few days earlier and I thought, man. Her name was just Hawkeye because everyone mm-hmm. else was like Patriot instead of Captain America, Iron Lad instead mm-hmm. of Iron Man, Hulkling instead of Hulk. And I was like, wait, her, her name was just Hawkeye. So mm-hmm. what does she do now? And I didn't even realize, having already read Hawkeye 1, 2, and 3, that that's what happened to her. Mm-hmm. She was not on the Young Avengers anymore, at least as far as I know, because there's yeah. no com- I guess it's coming back, though. Sort of. Yeah, it's getting. There's a new young, a, a new teen team that's being led by young Loki, or kid Loki. I don't even know who. Uh, Tom, oh, you haven't Tom been Loki. reading. Yeah, you have, uh, well, a uh, quick story about Kid Loki. Just as all the other, you as they've shown that Asgardian heroes can't die; they just die and then come back. Come as back a new version. Yeah. After Loki died in mm. Siege, he came back as Kid Loki. I do remember that. And there's yeah. a bunch of that, and I think just the first point one issue. Kind of, yeah. Bit, well, all those yeah. characters come back. You get to see Kid Loki talk with a uh, America lady. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, the Patriot woman. Yeah, who, yeah. but it made me realize like. I really like that character because in the mm-hmm. Hawkeye comic, I was like, "Yeah, she's really fun. That's cool." And then mm-hmm. I independent thought of whatever happened to that girl Hawkeye from Young Avengers. <laughs> oh, she is still Hawkeye. She's mm-hmm. just that. T- and yeah, there's just two Hawkeye. There's just two. And yeah, that, yeah. Again, Hawkeye is super awesome. And I like that they have. Yeah, there's like a weird sexual tension between them. Yes. But he is def- she like twenty years younger than him? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like she's twenty and he's like thirty-seven, maybe. Mm. So for, for thirty-seven years, I'm yes. hard. <laughs> they basically just have to say he's older than her. If yeah. you if you name an age for a character, it's, it gets really yeah. sticky. You don't want to do that. I, yeah. I just wonder when it's going to officially get to that weird point for uh, people like Captain America who have specific spots in history where things happen. Well, well, he's fine. Yeah, well, he's not like, he, can really. be, he can be unfrofrozen at any time. No, the serum, the serum, the serum slows. Yeah. Aging down to almost nothing. Well, yeah. you can always say he was unfrozen ten years ago. I, he's the one I have the problem do. with. Just the, first, the longer we go into history, where was he unfrozen? Where did it end? It ended in World yeah. War II. So, like, if he's just learning this thing now, but this person is still alive. Like, you've been alive longer in the future than you have been. <laughs> during That's World War II. it's true. But yeah, they 
as as far as Cap's timeline goes, it mm-hmm. is he was born in the Depression, mm-hmm. became Cap in 1939, and then coming on a hundred. And years then in 1945, and... got frozen, mm-hmm. and then woke up. Tw- let's say 12 years ago at best. 12 years, but then. There were stories that so were, the year two thousand. Yeah, there were stories very <laughs> so that's specifically. What I'm there were stories very specifically set in in like the seventies that dealt with Richard Nixon and Jimmy Carter and Gaddafi. That's clobbering time. Well, it's the same deal Nixon. with like the 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 Fantastic Four went into outer space <laughs> and got hit with cosmic rays because they had to get in outer space before the Russians did. Yeah, like that's. Uh, you know that's a problem with the it, but I Marvel plays fast and loose with it. And yes. Yeah, nobody that's what cares I about it. But yeah, so anyway, the nobody Hawkeye cares. book, I love the art style, so understated, mm-hmm. and just Hawkeye is just a funny fuck up, and and it has just uh, I also really love the it was issue six I think it was it's their Christmas issue and it, like mm. the timeline is all over the place like it starts on like December 18th and then goes to December 14th and then is that the December 5th two parter where they start no the- no no the two parter is right before that okay, where they go to right. Mandapur and then the yeah December, that one if you're looking for one Hawkeye issue to read well issue number one is really great too mm. but issue number six is a great issue to read like a great and most of them are single issue yeah they're, they're almost awesome. all other than that I, one two parter with a tape which yeah. I haven't read yet but that's yeah. I, it does have my favorite line in all comics of 2012, which is, mm. I am great at boats. <laughs> he screams as he's riding away in a boat. Yeah, my favorite one is that close-up of that dude that's just parentheses, like, some French stuff. Uh, yeah, he, <laughs> does, he does that a lot where he's like, some French stuff maybe. Or... He's like, it's supposed to be translated, but it's like, Hawkeye can't speak French very well, so he's like the, the word bubble's just like, French stuff. Yeah. <laughs> You're hearing what he hears. You're yeah. reading what he hears. And it, it, it also finally gets to that that general mental image they always painted of Hawkeye. So even as a kid, I would read like, oh, he's a wise, cracking, you know, irreverent dude. And I would read comics with Hawkeye, and I'm like, I don't see that really. Like, mm-hmm. maybe he's slightly less reverent than Captain America, but he really didn't come off as a smartass. Mm-hmm. Granted, I didn't, read a, I didn't read a lot of Avengers as a kid. I did later on, but, like, I never got that Hawkeye vibe. Mm-hmm. And this comic is what I always heard of him. I always felt in the past he tried too hard to be jokey. That maybe was that's it. Or he... He was always like the guy going like, "Hey, Cap, come on, let's do what I say. I got ideas." Yeah. Uh, and then they finally matured some. It was after Bendis killed him and brought him back that he matured a bit. I will say like that the way he died and disassembled. Like I was that was when I was going to comic shops every week and digital not comics. Like this, not like this. Not like this. They weren't even a thing yet, but it just there was no reason for him to yeah. die that way. He's like it's Scarlet Witch, which you don't know it's witch at the time, but mm-hmm. it's like, "Oh, everything 400 Ultrons show up, the Kree show up, and it's just total chaos. And then, like, for some reason, he decides he has to take a jetpack and fly it into one of those ships and blow up. And it's I like, know, it was... did you think this was going to turn the tide? Like, there's 400 ships in the air. Oh, yeah. so he randy quated himself. Like, and, <laughs> yeah, and he did. Like, he really did. Just like, and when he, and I read that issue, I'm like, why would he do? There was no reason for that to happen. And he's just like, sorry, Cap, no other way around this. Like, well, when yes, you look there's, at it, there's many ways around this. When you look at it from a historical standpoint, like disassembled really was just about clearing the board. Like yeah. Bendis needed to just he wanted to, needed for his Avengers agenda to work to clear the board completely and be like his nope. Avengers initiative. Yeah, his Avengers initiative. Uh, That's a one other book I read uh, that I remember was the Avengers uh, Hickman's uh, Avengers. Like- which is it has a strange concept, which I'm sort of on board with. Where, like, it starts with Cap saying, "Like, we need to." Gr-, Cap and Iron Man talking, "Like, we need to grow the Avengers. We need to have a, a modular team mm-hmm. that can grow as the as the problem starts." And 
And then after the core Avengers, which is a team that is the movie team, Mm -hmm. goes to fight these guys. And like every introduction of a new threat, those guys kick the shit out of the Avengers. Send Cap back to Earth. And then Cap assembles a whole new team of Avengers. He's like, yeah, Iron Man was right. This needs to grow. I was like, wait, no, no, no. You just had a giant Avengers team. Bendis' Avengers team was pretty fucking huge. I mean, that's why I didn't like it. I mean, I know most of the Avengers classic characters are not interesting or marketable. (laughs) But it's like, people said that about dozens of characters that turned out to be really cool. Like, I think Wonder Man's current status is actually neat. He hates the Avengers and Mm -hmm. wants to be left alone completely and keeps getting dragged back in. That's now an interesting character. You don't need to then make Thing and Spider-Man and Wolverine. Like, I... I know. Well, they're in even a weirder position now, I think. Like, when Bendis took on the Avengers, the problem with the Avengers was the core three weren't popular enough. They had started movies. And the rest of the team were, like, nobodies. So he said, I gotta bring on Wolverine and Spider-Man to make the Avengers big. Mm. But now they are in the opposite position where the... Original Avengers are the movie stars now. They yeah. don't need Spider-Man and Wolverine, though they still True. will have them. But it's still, so. it's, do you not have a problem with it not being Marvel's Justice League? No, it should be. But well, now I like the position they're in where Marvel's Justice League and the Avengers, as I define them, mm-hmm. are the same thing, thanks to the film. Mm-hmm. The old Avengers should be, to me, the, yeah. the truer Avengers are. Triumvirate Cap. Triumvirate Cap. Cap's Cap and and then you've also got Hulk. Well, Hulk actually is not Avengers. Yeah, I don't, care, I don't care for Hulk being But Black Avengers. Widow and Hawkeye around, and then Scarlet Witch, Vision, those dudes. Yeah. I like that. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, well. And, and then, Ron the Space Knight eventually. Do I? Are we in the... What, then, are you, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. All right. I was just going to say, before... We should talk about other things before we get to Spider-Man, but I also read Spider-Man. Yes. But. I'll represent DC. Okay. Because <laughs> I caught up on all of Death, Death of the Family. Mm. Uh, well, no, I'm 20 Which is only about a halfway through. I'm 20 issues deep in the halfway through process. So you're reading all the spinoffs, everything, stuff. everything. Like I'm reading the whole arc. Uh, even you know, I even went back and checked out some of the detective, the detective one lead up, which because it, it's been so long um, since the Joker had his face torn off. Yeah, uh, Dollmaker. That has a really weird line in it where in mm. Detective One that still mm. sticks with me. Where Batman, I bet I've mentioned it on this podcast. But anyway, Batman is. Chasing the Joker, and they like he sees that the Joker's clothes are left behind mm-hmm. in a crime scene. He's like, "Why is Joker running around naked somewhere?" I was like, "Yeah, that is a good question, Batman. Why? <laughs> why is this yes, happening?" Writer, why? I really <laughs> did not like the writing. In Tony, that book. Dan- uh, well, Tony Danza, <laughs> Tony Danza, <laughs> Tony Daniel. Well, that's the problem. Who's the bat? <laughs> that's the <laughs> uh, uh, that took a moment. That was a, a Catwoman. <laughs> what was happening? Uh, but uh, Tony Tony Daniels, uh-huh. the, the artist and the writer, and the artist and the writer, and that's a problem with a few DC books, or a fear I had with a few DC books. Flash was another one mm-hmm. where DC wanted these big artists to work on their book, their monthly books. And I think some of the artists just said, well, I'm at such a level now, I don't want to take orders from a writer anymore. Mm-hmm. Or I want to t- have a shot at writing my own stuff. Yeah. Let me be the writer. And so they want to keep the artist, so they're like, fine, you can write this. I and thought detect- the first detectives, it's now pretty terrible. It, yeah, it's compared, very, especially compared to, compared to what Scott Snyder's been doing. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's sloppy. It's Batman a lot of times, I gotta get here. I gotta <laughs> go do this. And he actually says at one point, I am Gotham. And then like later in... 
Scott Snyder's post like you are Gotham. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I am not Gotham. Uh, but he's, he, act, I've never heard Batman actually say that. It was like hearing him say yeah. in, in the in Arkham Asylum uh, or Arkham City, uh-huh. "I don't kill." Like we know, we know, and we have always known that. He's never had to say that out loud. Well, maybe in a video game. Though. In the second video clear. game, where uh, you gotta, it's always somebody's first. I never kill. There's like, a saying no. from comic book writers, which is, "It's always somebody's first comic." Oh yeah, I bet there's still many people who think Batman will kill people. Yeah, many, many, many. in today's media, it's actually pretty weird to have heroes that don't murder people. And, well, like, in that most sense, people do. Death of the Family. I love a couple times with Bat... I really like Batgirl mm-hmm. and she, uh, you don't kill. It's like, those aren't my rules. I do kill <laughs> and I will fucking kill you. Like, that's... Batgirl has kind of said that out, outright. I like that. That's not my rule. Well, because Batgirl's the, other the daughter of a cop. Like, mm-hmm. she... Cops sometimes have to shoot people. And like, she keeps talking about shooting... I'm going to just find the Joker and shoot him in the spine. Right yeah. at the spot where he can't walk anymore. Well, no, that's what my Does favorite... she remember being paralyzed? Or yeah, yeah that's... But she was that... only paralyzed for three years, according okay. to the, the that new... D- yeah, so it did... I don't know with the rewrite what actually happened. It did happen as we saw it. It okay. just didn't last as long. I I, but I really like it, and I do recommend it. It's, it's definitely long and meandering, mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem to follow... The storyline proper doesn't follow... Uh, well, that, it should be better about its own continuity. Well, that reminds me that uh, everything uh, that isn't Batman is a flashback. But I know, well, because they're letting Snyder run things with yeah. Death of a Family, but, but the other Batman things have to take place at the same I time. I just assume they were better organized if they're going to spread this across forty issues. Mm, they've been trying. To, the whole point of DC New Universe was mm. to be better organized, but it has been the opposite. It of seems that. like it's very poorly yep. organized. That seems to happen every ten years. Yeah, and Marvel it's too. Worth re- yeah, the, Marvel. All in all, the, the big thing about it, death of the family, which I've read twenty issues in, and there's not a single member of the family dead, um, <laughs> yeah, is that Joker may or may not know who all of their identities. Mm-hmm. That's that's the big. I like the concept of that the Joker has known, like he's always known. He just didn't care. Well, the, the bigger the bigger thing is is that Batman says no. He doesn't, and everybody's like, "How the fuck?" He kidnapped my mother, and Batman has all these. Bruce has all these reasons, and like, uh, uh, well, mother's the husband, or the, she's the wife of Commissioner Gordon, a uh-huh. big prominent figure in his life. Like, there's other reasons why he would want to attack these people, and they're all coming at Bat. Like, he knows who the fuck we are. Why didn't you tell us this? I'm like, he doesn't know. I swear, <laughs> and I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. And it's, it's been. How do you how do you figure he doesn't know? It seems like he knows. Yeah, I, I yeah, that's why I always figure the Joker just didn't care to know. Yeah, it seems didn't... like a that seems like a good in character thing is he's known since like the 30s or whatever, like the uh-huh. 50s or 60s. He's known. He just doesn't care. Well, there was there's just an interesting point where they show like Joker getting into the did Joker get in the Batcave or not? Mm-hmm. There's evidence that he did. Well, says no. yeah, I haven't started Death of, but I finally finished the whole Night of the Owls and Court of the Owls, and then the, I, I think I started the, there. Actually. I think the next issue is that. So yeah, the new Batman. I mean, like, I'm not a biggest DC fan, but that was, I mean, as intended. Batman number one was a great jumping on point. Yep, mm-hmm. really strong story, and it leads right into this uh, stuff. And I did over the break, just out of wanting to try some more DC stuff, I, and I didn't know where to start. It's like mm-hmm. I'll just try the new Justice League. Since, it's good. Since Jim it's Lee good. did the, his obligatory revamp and yes. let me redesign your costumes X-Men number one style. Mm-hmm. Um, no pouches, no belts. Uh, yeah, but a lot of lines. <laughs> a lot of lines. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it so far. It's just, mm-hmm. it's got that. So well, have you read the whole first arc? No, I've, I read the first four issues. Oh, okay. Um, it's just, the problem with it now is like it'll only introduce like one character an issue and every character, every issue is like, 
time to make Aquaman seem like a badass. And it's like, mm-hmm. what do you do? You just talk to fish. And it's like, can I? Can you do this? Shark, giant shark. Giant sharks. And I'm like, yeah, if you're next to the ocean. Anyway, my point was... Yeah. That, that <laughs> giant shark is cool. Guess what? My ring can... I, oh, look, I made a shark. Look, and I now made 30 it, giant sharks. Yeah, like, I, come on. Like, every, every single DC storyline and city is next yeah. to a coast. And yeah. Batman alone has has had so many reservoirs and space poison. But Jeff Jeff Johns just it's his agenda to make everyone on that team matter, including yeah, I Aquaman. Know. I know. So, but I I more preferred that Aquaman was just like, hey, I'm the leader. I I'm yeah. now the leader. Glad I showed up. And the Batman's like, you're mistaken if you think you're the leader. He says, oh, I'm sorry. Is anyone else here a king and, yeah. and watches over people? Or no? Okay, then I'm the leader. Yeah. It's, uh, it, I'm enjoying it so far. I just didn't a, know where else to try to jump on because, like, I was going to try to read Flash, but I don't know what's oh, going great. on anymore. It's, it's great. Check well, out. I like Flash. Justice League is definitely. It was built as the first issue you're supposed to read. Right. It all. Oh, I see. It, it takes place at the start of the DC superhero world. Like, so wait, when I read that, though, like, how long am I supposed to imagine Batman has been around? And this in- is where things get really yes. complicated. Right. I Batman, imagine that. Yes. So, I wish they would just commit to doing an ultimate style. Like, we are making yeah. a separate universe with number one. It's pretty irritating. They and did, starting over, period. There is well, no continuity. Yeah. This is the first time Batman and Superman have ever met. Well, they did the they did yeah. that in Justice League, right? No. Well, well, Justice they, League more or takes, less. Justice League is the first time these people all met each other. Yeah. But... Justice League specifically says five years ago. That's the starting point of it. Mm-hmm. Not now, which is when every other number one was taking place. And so for Batman to work, yeah, like that's the other problem. They restart Superman. They restart Wonder Woman. None of that matters. Mm-hmm. But Batman is basically the same. Yes. He is at his fourth Robin. And they all have that's... existed. But for him to yeah. have a, had Dick Grayson be a Robin... Dick, uh, so Batman has operated in secret for eight years. Eight years. <laughs> so he did it for three years before the Justice League started. That was Dick Grayson's time. Then he got Jason Todd, then Tim Drake, Damian and then and Damian Wayne. So they're dropping like flies. But that, but then that doesn't work either because if Damian is at the at the least ten, mm-hmm. which I'd say he's more like thirteen, <laughs> for him to be that old. He's drawn. But how would Batman have like Batman had sex with Talia? Batman would have to be sixty at this point. Yeah, Batman had sex with Talia, not not Bruce Wayne on some vacation. Talia wanted to fuck Batman, Mm -hmm. right? So for that to have worked, I mean, some of this stuff I'm willing to just like let it go and be like, that's it. That's the status quo. Fine, fair enough. It's like when I when I watch a lot of movies, I'm like, that doesn't make sense because of this society. I don't care. This is the society I was given for this movie. I'm fine. But it is frustrating uh, because I had to like just get crystal clear on it. Uh, Dick Grayson is Nightwing. Yes. Um, Jason Todd is Red Hood. Yes. Uh, Tim Drake is Red Robin. Yes. And Damian Damian Wayne is the new Robin. Damian yes. Wayans? Damian Wayans doesn't play that. <laughs> Bat, Bat movie coming this summer 2013. Oh, I'm a crime fighter. Uh, have you guys seen the trailer for Scary Movie 5? I saw it, yes, with Django. With Django, yep. I, yeah. that Didn't was, you guys get... Wait, the, are they doing they're doing Scary Movie 5 and that? And Haunted House. And the Haunted House thing. The Wayans are too big for... Uh, that God, Scary Movie 5 trailer... Was abysmal. Yeah, it was, Unbelie- you know, we, like that is direct to DVD level bad. <laughs> we can talk about this more. Yeah, on the, on we, the will have, we will have. We will have. Or will no we, later. Uh, right? Yeah, whatever. This is some DC level. Yeah, uh, this is DC level confusion. Uh, I, I'm also curious to see how you 
They do a thing with Batman in the last issue that mm. I wasn't a big fan of, or not the biggest fan of, mm. but in issue six, I'm curious. Old statement. Think I don't, uh, but anyway. record not liking something? All right. Six? Yeah, Batman, oh, his, 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 yeah, Justice League, okay. his conversation with Green Lantern. Okay. Well, I'll get there soon enough. All right, anyways. Mm. Uh, now for the big... Wait, oh, yeah. okay. if you want, I was just going to say we can <laughs> right. have a break, because I have, I have music to tease what I want to Okay, do. then we can take a break, and then we'll have the big discussion of what happened over the break. Though, Dave, are you reading the comments? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> all right, then. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Uh, all right, we'll be right back. This music is a tease of what we're going to fuck around with. Hey everybody, it's the old break on Cape Crisis, issue number 39. I'm here with a, a break guest, Brett Elston, hey? Hi. Hey, so, uh, you know, it's a whole new year. Isn't that sure exciting? Is. It's an exciting year. <laughs> yes. And, you know, though, in the new year, we still need help to keep lasertimepodcast.com alive. It's true. And go in. And so there's so many ways you can help us. Why, first off, there's the donate button on mm. the left-hand side of the screen. Right you are. You can click on that, give some money through PayPal, or you can buy a nice t-shirt. And all this money goes directly to Laser Time. Yeah, keeps keeps us on the internet and pays those little bills that we need to pay. Though if you don't want to give us money directly, on the right-hand side of the screen, there's links to a bunch of Amazon stuff. I mean, you probably got an Amazon gift card during for Christmas, right? Very true. Very yes. likely. Very likely. I bet I didn't. But I'm sure some <laughs> Neither did I. Did. This is a bad this is a bad start. But uh, but assuming you did <laughs> Or didn't if you had just money. I'm guessing you yeah. got money. Yeah. Uh, which this, would be cash and not applicable. But This was a sad one for me. This was my last. It was agreed upon before on both sides of uh, from my aunt and my mother that they would give Christmas money to us until we turned 30. And 30 would be the last Christmas money wow. from my aunt. And so I got, I have my last check sitting in my pocket. Is it the your typical relative $25 check? It's fifty. Actually. Okay, well, that's good. So, yeah, I'm gonna miss that fifty. <laughs> but yeah, you can uh, click on the Amazon links, and uh, even if you don't want to buy what's shown on the links on the side, anything you buy after clicking through that link, uh, a little uh, percentage of that comes back to the Cape Crisis coffers. That's right. Um, keeps it all going. Keeps it all going. And uh, yeah, if you want to buy, if you're thinking about finally buying any comic book trades, or even a big TV or Nikon camera, perhaps. Uh, just click through, right, click through that link on the side. Or then Kindle Fire HD, Kindle maybe. Kindle Fire to read those comic books. Yeah. Uh-huh. Also, worth noting, if uh, you're listening to us on iTunes or Zoom, please, 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 if you haven't yet, give us a review. Mark us with five stars. really helps our placement and visibility. Does like, it? Uh, yeah, yeah. That iTunes, uh, their black magic on, on rankings is not totally revealed, but... It's definitely known that the reviews help. So please, please do that. And make sure you're subscribing, too. Uh, and then lastly, it's time for the Hank's Corner Pick of the Week. Uh, so this week, I'm doing one I'm pretty sure I haven't done before. But it's, uh, it's a non-superhero book. because The sequel just came out, and it, it reminds me that I need to read it. But it's a book called Fun Home by... Uh, uh, the artist uh, Amanda Bet- Bedchel, I believe her name is pronounced as. Anyway, uh, she was known for doing a comic strip in alternative weeklies called Dykes to Watch Out For, which was just about 
a group of lesbians. Dykes for which to watch out. <laughs> and so, but so she, and uh, those books were slight, those strips were autobiographical sort of, but this is a fully autobiographical book about her relationship with her father, her coming to terms with her sexuality, uh, her love of dense English, of dense literature and analyzing it. And mm. it's a very, very good book. The, the sequel called Are You My Mother? just came out, which is all about her relationship with her mother, like the flip side of it. But uh, Fun Home is the name of it. It's definitely worth reading. A nice, you know, alternative to the superhero stuff we talk about all the time on here. But uh, so definitely pick that up. You'll see a link to it to buy it on Amazon on this week's episode page, which you'll find on lasertimepodcast.com or capecrisis.com. Either one. Uh, So anyway, uh, now back to the rest of the show. (laughs) Christmas ape, yes, and then like a laugh, and then like oh, I need a Man, second and third. I wish they had those tracks. Like, did Phil Hartman ever like just lose it? Yeah, like not get Hard. through those takes. What the fuck, Christmas ape? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite stuff. My favorite part of that Ernest stuff is the outtakes, where it's just him losing it in the middle of the gags that he does a hundred times, and then just like he can't finish it. <laughs> uh, we're recording. All we're right. recording. Oh, he goes in, Henry. Well, Chris, what it was that? No, huh? superior. It's it all ties into Superior Spider-Man. Oh, I see. Amazing Spider-Man number seven hundred. Mm-hmm. Sorry if I caught you while you were chewing on M and M's. Holiday M and M's. I brought a bag of decoy M and M's that I knew Sons once I put in a bowl, <laughs> everyone would eat them and take them off my hands, and it worked. Well, just when you see the red and green it's of them, too much. Like, it's, it's too much. Too much. I've already eaten like three handfuls, and I wish mm-hmm. I never did. Every time you have a handful, you have to make sure they're 50 50. Do you? Yeah, are, you well, a, are you some I, weird candy based demon that has to count MMs if I throw them in the floor? I, no, yeah, sort of. I <laughs> would like, well, here's something I always did with old MMs. Once Blue came around, I stopped doing it, but in, as a kid, it was, it was actually a very OCD thing to do where mm-hmm. I would open the MM bag, lay out all the MMs, Jesus. sort them by color. See how many I had of each color. This is a Wayne's World 2 joke. (laughs) See how much I had of each color. (laughs) And then then I would eat them until there would be one of each color. And then I would eat them in the order of my favorite color. I have just developed this at work because we have (laughs) cheap Skittles. And I pour out the bag and I get a blue and a yellow. And um, I keep pouring until I double the blue and yellow up. And I eat each one until I have all five of each. And then I put them all in my mouth at once and suck them instead of chew them. <laughs> and the whole goal is to get all five and suck them. And it, it seems Weird. bizarre. It seems bizarre. Uh, you're not supposed to think about this candy. Like no, it's I made thought, the yeah. shovel in your mouth. Like Homer, I definitely just, thought about that all the time. It's, 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 it's one of those like four o'clock sidetracks from frustration. Yeah, yeah. Well, also the same with like Twix. I would always for the longest time I ate the caramel top of the Twix. Yeah, yes. the cookie part. See, second. see, I would do that when I felt like having a laugh. 
like, this, this Sunday is really dragging. Time to eat a Twix funny. <laughs> well, you know, you, you eat the caramel, and then you have the cookie that you can just dunk in milk. Yeah, you in. scrape off oh, the cookie with your bottom teeth. so much work. You scrape oh, off yeah. the caramel with your bottom teeth. Well, I didn't get a lot of candy, so I had to, like, really... I was telling somebody <laughs> about... It. My parents would get me gum, and I would chew it for days. And uh, I... Your regular violet bowl. Dinner time, I'm like, yeah, yeah and it, well, that fucked me up, because I would... Time dinner time, and I would stick my gum in my belly button and oh. eat dinner. Yeah, and then, oh. then like I kept seeing. I told someone that at school, like you fucking idiot, you stick it behind your ear. And I did that. Went to sleep with it. Uh, got in my hair. Got in big trouble. But I, I remember yeah. like holding on to gum for like I think my record was 19 days. Same gum, and I remember like I dumped jumped in the pool and accidentally did a belly flop and spit it out. And I had to go in the deep end and like oh. look around. Oh, there! I finally got my gum. God, right back in. Shoot it for another week. It's like a quarter for four sticks of gum. Had yeah. no, had no income. I think <laughs> your parents would have shelled out a quarter. No, yeah. my, my dad was not really not cool with. Uh, Isn't he the lawyer of the Everglades or something? He, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Represents he, them in court. Like yes, he is a litigious superhero. <laughs> the cro- crocodile v. Florida his, swamp thing attorney at law. Is Pogo his uh, <laughs> Pogo? Pogo? No, Pogo. Uh, I don't see it anymore. But if you go into Georgia, no like, one knows who Pogo. Pogo it counts for comics. He's on like yeah. every sign for like now entering uh, Bumblefuck County, and it's yeah. Pogo. Georgia. 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 Chewing gum for that much has to be like the equivalent of masturbating so much that nothing comes yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So come on. You're just doing it just to do it. <laughs> Your dick looks like a shake weight. Uh, all right, guys. Yeah, comic books. So there was there was one big event over the break we did not talk about in the previous section. It's been recorded that, in like a month. Yeah, but uh, it was on the 26th came out Amazing Spider-Man 700 mm-hmm. and Avenging Spider-Man 15.1, the epilogue. I didn't it. read 15.1. It's it's really just a bridge between a, Amazing. Me. I mean, it just tells you what... You know what's going to happen, but it, it spells it out. Right. Fr- so, I thought that was a, more of an introduction for Mobius. That's 699.1. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thinking, which I didn't read because... I have, but I didn't read because I figured this is a total sidestep. Yeah, a total side. I mean, it does take place within that storyline. Yeah. like, And it's got an interesting moment with uh, Kurt Connors, okay. Lizard Dude. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. but really, it, it has nothing to do with Peter's <laughs> struggle. But uh, yeah, so, so Peter Parker is dead. Yeah. Is cur- or but still lives yeah. as well. And, and it, everyone like that week kept tweeting me like, "What do you think? What do you think?" I'm like, "I haven't read it yet." And, like, <laughs> well, and, and I knew what where it was going. Like, and I and I knew uh, like well, with 700, like everything suggests Peter Peter's Parker's gonna, gonna die. die. Yeah. Like whatever. God, because if you read 698, and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well that issue ends with okay, and that was a couple months ago, so it was yeah. very clear what was gonna happen. When you read how 698 ends, and then you know what the concept of Superior Spider-Man yes, is, yes, you know there's a Superior Spider-Man coming out. What? Like, how yeah. did 698 end? In a 698. It's that was the reveal. It was yeah. when. He goes to see Doc Ock, and he takes off his mask. Like, yeah, I'm Peter Parker. No, I'm Peter Parker. Not anymore, you're not. Not anymore, you're not. And Mm. you're like, wait, what? And it's like, when did this happen? Mm -hmm. And then 700 kind of goes into it, and you're like, okay, it was apparently during the fight with the Hobgoblins. It it was 699. It was, yeah, right after the Hobgoblin fight, which had totally fucked with his spider sense. So that's why the thing was able to get the the drop on him at all. And I love that Hobgoblin story. Yeah. That that was a great last hurrah, I feel, for It was a piece of machinery that Parker used of Doc Ock's that... No, so Doc Ock made a golden octobot as his final last-ditch plan Mm -hmm. to get Spider-Man. But he was saying, like, how... 
how he, he Doc was using, Ock was able to get access to his mind was like all the way back to ends of the earth. And yeah, I think Peter, even before Peter that. Peter was using 600. a piece of equipment on his arm that was also feeding in his well, yeah, brain it, information. It, it, it's 600. I love 600, that we're talking about this. So in 600 and Spider Island, Spider-Man took over... Doc Ock was using brain control stuff to move around Octobots, and then Spider-Man used the same thing, which mm-hmm. gave Doc Ock his entire brain pattern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that let him swap his body by sending this gold Octobot out. And meanwhile, his body's completely decrepit and falling apart, mm-hmm. but he's able Damn to mind the years of brutal beating. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but then he manages to get uh, the gold Octobot out there, and then you find out during that fight with the two Hobgoblins, which was Roderick Kinsley coming back, which was cool, as well as uh, Phil Ulrich, who's the newest yeah, Hobgoblin. Was awesome. I love it. Really that story. cool. I thought that story and was the Kingpin cool. too. Dude yeah, and his Kingpin. Mm-hmm. Th- that was like that is that was like it felt for a moment like like eighties era Spider Man. Yeah. It was really fun. Um, and then uh, yeah, somewhere in there he gets to swap out the brains. They trade places, and then. But, but, I mean, obviously the big thing is now Peter Parker's trapped in Doc Ock's body. So then this whole thing about how, how does Peter Parker break free and get out of the prison. So he does his, you know, he summons a bunch of villains. And mm-hmm. it's a great moral quandary for him because he has to use villains to get out. And they all think he's Doc uh, Blah, blah, blah. But basically it all comes to I felt a pretty cool final scene between Peter and Doc. Mm-hmm. Like coming to terms with it. And even that last ditch effort where even Parker's like. You, you can't do this. I'm taking you out. And grabs yeah, him with like, the closet. No, fuck this. You're dying. And yeah. throws himself out the building and, like, really does. Like, that's Peter Parker, like, knowing he has 20 seconds to live. Mm-hmm. Just, like, I can't let you do this. And he's willing to kill him, too. And so he crosses that line. And then I love that he says, like, yeah. well, even when I take you back over, I can't be Spider-Man anymore because I chose to kill you. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And then he fails because he s- sealed his head in carbonadium yeah. omega red <laughs> material or whatever. <laughs> Uh, but then, yeah, as he's dying, he that connection's still there, so he forces Doc Ock to live his life. Yeah, Doc Ock Doc had Peter all... Peter Parker's life flashes before Doc Ock's li- eyes. Yeah. Which makes a good anniversary issue yeah. like to go over all these moments. But yeah, it was basically over Wi-Fi. He yeah. projects his <laughs> memory. Because Doc Ock had access to No, it's, it's to not all... over Wi-Fi. It's that they both have access to each other's memories in addition to that. But they didn't explore doesn't... a lot for, for Peter Parker, because Peter Parker, I was like, well, if that happens... He has to understand Doc Ock's reasoning for doing everything and develop a profound sense of empathy for Doc Ock. Mm. But he didn't have the time to do that. So basically what Doc Ock had time to do was reflect on why Peter Parker is Spider-Man. The things that motivate him. The death of Uncle Ben... Uh, Gwen Stacy, all Gwen Stacy, why he's here and doing what he's doing to have a a complete change of heart. I get it now. And it shows him reliving all those key moments Mm -hmm. as Doc Ock and it's like... So that's really weird. I thought it was super it's, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so Parker dies because his body's just completely shot. Mm-hmm. And then he stands up and is like, I know why you do this. Mm-hmm. You didn't leave this world to a villain. Like, mm-hmm. I understand what's at stake and I understand what it means to be Spider-Man. Complete change of heart, but he's still... He understands great power and great responsibility. He understands mm-hmm. that, core, that core facet of being Spider-Man, but is still Doc Ock, mm-hmm. but is more or less Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Like, his consciousness isn't there, but it's like everything that made Peter Parker is inside him. So he will be responsible, powerful, but he even throws in that line of, like, with my ambition and my drive, I can be the superior <laughs> Spider-Man. The end. Yes. There's, oh, there's some really cool moments in there where I like that, uh, that like, he, as Peter Parker, he says... Quiet, you quiet, insolent woman. Yes. I need to be like <laughs> that. That was my only thing where I'm like, 
Sooner, somebody Nobody's going to say. notice this that suddenly Peter Parker is saying, Quiet, wo- quiet woman, I can't think. Okay, Peter. <laughs> Man, well, some people might not, but Mary Jane really, really ought to. would notice She had to deal with a lot of supervillain stuff in her life. That, that, also, Parker is nothing but respectful in that in that regard. Yeah. It's like he would not call you woman, never. <laughs> yeah. So, never. but then they left themselves an out in that uh, what, Carly knows, that's, yeah. but didn't believe. Didn't it. believe when Doc Ock shows up, like I'm not. I'm Peter Parker trapped in the dark, sucks body. Not believe, but like straight out shot him. Yeah, but then end up shooting character. herself. Mm-hmm. But then. Yeah. Yeah, so she didn't believe it, but she's a detective and can figure it She'll out. She'll work at it, and who knows how they'll zap him back into reality. That is how, because like part of that in the issue previous, like uh, I have access to all Doc Ock's memories, so I can access the Golden Octopus because I know all of his passwords because I'm in, mm-hmm. endowed now with all his memories. I can access this. So not only does it, I was saying like it needs to be downloaded into a Shield gigabyte hard drive. Yeah, Peter Parker's <laughs> memories already still exist, completely intact within the body of Peter Parker. Yeah, they all so, got transported in there. It's just so the, the Doc real, Ock behind the wheel. The real question you should be asking is how the fuck are they going to bring Doc Ock back? Because yeah. he has no body. Oh, he just clone a new body, put yeah, his brains in yeah. there. Get clone the jackal in there, and there you problem solved. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, and, and the reason this doesn't... Alpha. Yeah. And the reason this doesn't irritate me on any real level is like... you. It's amazing. It's number seven hundred. They have to come up with new things to do. It's interesting. Yeah. And this is a, a cool shakeup that will last maximum fifteen months. <laughs> when the next Spider-Man movie, within six months of it coming out, Peter Parker's back. That's maximum, if not one year. Like, and that's it, when you relaunch Amazing Spider-Man. And I know Marvel has to do the song and dance. Like, if you read the letters, they're like, and that's the end of Amazing Spider-Man forever. And hopefully, who knows. In 20-whatever, we'll be here celebrating Superior 700. And, oh, it'll be so great. It's a brand new day. I'm like, no, No. it's not. There'll be a new Amazing number 1 when the next Amazing Spider-Man movie comes out. Mm -hmm. You'll dick around with that until you get to what would have been Amazing 800. You'll renumber Mm -hmm. them. And everything, this will all even out, so I don't care. It's like Basically, it's just like Amazing Spider-Man stops for two years, well, Well, a year and a half. I read a cool reimagining I of Doc Ock. It is does sound interesting. It's interesting. Like so, the, the that's why I loved like uh, Brand New Day. I was like, I don't care how you reset this because mm-hmm. I was kind of tired of Spider Island and the status quo just got complicated and serious again. And with uh, yeah, to the, a, yeah, to a point, Big Time got too a little too. Complicated. Whereas what I loved before was like all the him fighting the nobodies at the beginning of Brand New Day. Like no the, old villains. Yeah, yeah, no old villains. But then when they all showed back up with the gauntlet, I thought was fun. I thought Grim Hunt was really cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Spider Island was just kind of like uh, sure. I like it. It drug on a little too long. I feel a but, little, but but I mean, this is a great status quo change. Go for mm-hmm. it. I don't care. Like yeah. it, I'll read it. And however, seven hundred was, and uh, I could tell the comic book store when I was in there was pretty sad because to tell the guy was kind of bummed and i was like yeah just empty out my bag i'm this is the last physical comic i'll be buying uh, like, so amazing 700 is the last one uh i digital only from here on out and that for for months that's all i was buying was amazing but yeah. it was kind of kind of sad walking out with 6.99 and 700 like well, amazing is to- like the only comic that i kind of Almost uninterrupted since I was like ten. And to end uh, your pull list, like yeah, I have no more pull list anymore. But then he was like, "Oh, okay." But then I also oh. bought Bride of Ultron hardcore paper trade back uh, because I love buying now those like things from the sixties and seventies mm. that I mm. won't. I don't want to read those in a digital collection. I want to hold those because that's how those were meant to be experienced. That's yeah. a tactile thing to those. Anything made post two thousand, I don't care. Give me it in a thumb drive. I'll read it that way. <laughs> 
So here's the other thing with Superior Spider-Man, and the issue one will be out by the time it airs, but we haven't read it yet. Oh, when does it come out? Wednesday. Wednesday. Well, I'll be buying it on my iPad, gentlemen. Yeah, it's going to be a bi-weekly series just like Amazing was. Okay. But but anyway, Dan Slott said that he was going to have to go on Twitter silence after 700, but he said he was going to come back after Superior because he says... So two weeks? Yes. Bold move. But he says that apparently something's going to happen... In Superior, that'll make people go like, oh, I see what he's doing. So here's my prediction for that, is that basically Carly will figure it out and she'll be like, she'll realize, no, Doc Ock, it's not a soul. It's not a soul transfer. It's just rewriting brain patterns. Mm -hmm. So it's really Peter Parker who thinks he's Doc Ock. Not Doc Ock, Mm -hmm. but so Peter Parker never died. Mm -hmm. A Doc Ock that thought he was Peter Parker died while a Peter Parker who thinks he's Doc Ock is now the superior <laughs> Spider-Man. I just want to see this acted out in movie form with John Travolta <laughs> and Nicolas Cage. <laughs> but that's what I think the resolution is going to be. Huh. Like, they're the, the window of hope. Like that's Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, yeah. it, like Peter Parker's body and memories are also intact. Yeah. All of it. So, and that's been established by 700. So was Doc all along Doc? Yeah. And he was just faking Doc being... Thought, no, no, no. Doc... Thought he was Peter Parker. He was sure he was Peter Parker. That was the Doc Ock we were reading in Inside the Mind of in 699 and 700. That guy died thinking he was Peter Parker. While Peter Parker watched that guy die thinking he was Doc Ock. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's just they rewrote the memories. It's just more like brainwashing than (laughs) mind taking. I see what you're saying, than swapping. Yeah, Yeah, it wasn't Mm. a swap, it was. Hypnosis, brainwashing. yeah. Hypnosis hmm. with more dramatic. That's stuff. what I. That's what I think the out is there. Yeah, that's when I when I said I read seven hundred and you know I was like yeah I actually liked it. A friend from Marvel, uh, Chris Baker, was like yeah I just read Superior One and that there's there's one more twist coming in that. Ah, uh, that's what I thought. All right, that's and I was like, well, how did you? Oh, right, you you work at <laughs> you Marvel work there. in overseeing like, video games. Like the other day when you were like, they have DMC copies in the office. What? It's like it is yeah. the one place that should have them right now. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, I, I met uh, Chris at uh, Comic Con. He was a cool. Oh guy. yeah, yeah, he's awesome. We did a live stream with him. It was really cool. Yeah, I like that guy. All right, anyway. Well, okay, but I did have something yes. for that as a last fun note for Amazing Spider-Man 700. The last line of of the main story, not the 60 pages of like Stanley responding to letters from God, that was MSNBC host. I love that. I, I love. Great. Okay, I wish more prominent people would have bothered to write in. Like after a while, it's like yeah, somebody from Big Brother, like. Really? Like, just ask Brian Poston or, like, Patton Oswalt or somebody. I was CM surprised. Punk. I was really surprised McFarlane wasn't in there. Cause Seriously. Because Eric Larson was in there. A lot of the old. Oh, yeah, like, they sh- yeah, I guess McFarlane has a lot more bad memories with Marvel. I know, but it's like 700. Come on, just shut yeah. up. Just, just, we'll throw a baseball your way. Just, <laughs> just do it. Was Sam Raimi a fan at some point before he hated it? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Well, and he's working for Disney making that Oz movie. Exactly. And he's uh, in the comics. Yeah. I think Ultimates, right? Mm. Sam Raimi is in Ultimate. Oh, what, in that Hollywood story? Yeah, it is, it is Sam Raimi. In his oh, suit. yeah, the um, yeah from 2004. So he's an actual Marvel character at this point. <laughs> but, but I can't anyway. wait to own his action figure. I remember uh, seeing during that uh, the Oz trailer, it says, from the creator of the Spider-Man trilogy. I'm yeah. like, you could just say one and two. Yeah, just say the <laughs> nobody, nobody will notice, really. Let's go Spider-Man 2, actually. Yeah. I think that's the well, you can I know it's like by watching. the Spider-Man creator, because he's in love with James Franco. Just <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That was, did Who you guys isn't? see the trailer for the end of the world yeah. movie with the 
They're playing themselves. Yeah, like, I think it's oh, great. Yeah. The end of the world movie starring Seth Rogen, James Franco. That was uh, funny. Danny McBride. Danny McBride and Danny McBride saying like, James Franco didn't suck a bunch of dicks. Come on. And then Craig Robinson go talking about like, I drank my own pee and it's great. <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh, before we get too far away from the bit, the, yes. the last line of last the proper line. 700 story seemed so old school Marvel to me because it's literally the last line from this day forth, I <laughs> shall be this. And then next page, the superior Spider Man. <laughs> well, yeah, it's very intentionally yeah. old style Stan it's, Lee. That's how Stan Lee did from this day forth, I shall be known as Thor, Thor. or whatever. Coming I'll next. never go hungry again. Next week. <laughs> but I wanted. I, I have two no reasons. No Gone I with the Wind fans? Come on. Yes. I, Come on. I, uh, two reasons I wanted to do this. One, uh, some dude on the, the internets, man, I wish I hadn't collected that actual URL, had taken all the music from the 1960s Spider Man TV show, <laughs> which is wonderfully. Wonderfully 60s. I just need star wipes and blown out television lighting and. <laughs> But it also has a ton of this, so I wanted to take, just have us do a couple of bad reads of From This Day Forth. I shall be superior, Spider-Man! <laughs> I fucking love right. So we're each going to Try one. You can do it as different characters. From This Day Forth, I shall be the superior Spider-Man. Brought to you by the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else want to try it? Dave, maybe as like a country boy? Sure. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Say, from this day forth. From here on this day forth now, I will be Hill Billy Jim. I love these. Sorry. <laughs> Only seven more to burn. Elston, oh give it a God. shot. Jesus. From this day forth, I will be the superior Spider-Man. Johnny Carson welcoming nine <laughs> guests in a row. Going to commercial. Um, hmm, who else should we do? We, we did this before. Mm. Do a little Obama? <laughs> yeah. This day four. I shall be the superior Spider-Man. So, I love those so in 2000, it was just Lost plays every string instrument as yeah. you go to break. Yeah. And apparently in the 60s, it was just everyone blow into a horn. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in the or- orchestra pit, just, just do something. Just lean on an organ. I don't care what sound <laughs> Until you run out of breath. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll, I'll uh, sustain. I'll do it as W. Nice. Who? From this day forth, <laughs> I shall be the superior Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Sixties flute in Japan. That's the, that's the sound of Godzilla versus Megalon. The whole soundtrack. Any any more uh, new left, Dave? Droopy dog. Please. From this day forth, <laughs> I shall be known as Superior Spider Man. That was a terrible droopy dog. By the way, I'm sorry. It's pretty good. I can do. Uh, let's try Doctor Wowie. <laughs> Mega Man Eight. Who is Doctor Light? Who is Doctor Light? But, uh, <laughs> Dr. He's the one who says Doctor Wowie. <laughs> From this day forth, I will be the superior Spider-Man. <laughs> God, there's so much. I'm all ready to watch a commercial for Malto Meat <laughs> <laughs> or Swanson delivering fine microwavable food to your doorstep. Drink Moxie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry, I've been sitting on this for oh, so long. There's one other moment I really liked in uh, Superior mm-hmm. or in Amazing Seven Hundred where, like, the this moment where Spider-Man punches uh, Scorpion and oh, yeah. knocks his the face jaw. in half, his jaw flies off, and yeah. you always want like, oh yeah, Spider-Man could have always done that. He just didn't want. He's not a killer. He doesn't get. And then J. Jonah, like Aunt May, is like, oh that poor man. And then J. Jonah James is like. I knew you had it in you, kid. You finally had the balls to yeah. do it. <laughs> Could do that uh, all day. Okay. It's, in, it's an interesting dynamic because it's like, mm-hmm. what if now Doc got, or Jonah's like, I like Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, that, like, I don't know. I Again, it's like those, this is this is a year, 15 months maximum for this. So it's 15.1 implies that uh, the they think Spider-Man killed Doc Ock, not that Doc Ock died in, just in a fight with him. And so... <laughs> The he's more of a menace than ever, Spider-Man. Uh, like the New York cops are still going to be hunting him down, even though he'll be a member of the Avengers. The cops yeah, are that, that, they, they gotta sort that out. It's like you can't Pick have your, him constantly be sort of whatever, and then Captain America stands right by him. This guy's a good soldier. Yes. Okay, Cap. Anyway, next issue. Spider-Man, Freeze. Yeah. Spider-Man sure. saved the world with us last week, and like in the Avengers just, press conference. It just yeah, press they actually, conference. They actually just, deal with that better in the in the Ultimate series, where they just mm. said like he is a menace, but Shield is protecting him, and none yeah. of us can do shit about Shield. Well, that that doesn't have as much history to deal with. Oh, yeah. did you see one quick, couple quick news things from the break? First off, that like so the African American Nick Fury has like taken over. He is the Nick Fury of the Marvel Universe now. Like, six one six. <laughs> Nick Fury. While Reg- Black. Well, <laughs> and he's still called Nick. He's Nick Fury, and he's in charge of Shield and all. Wait, that stuff. how did they explain that? He's well, they Nick said Fury's Nick Fury son. had a son all along, who it looks was, just like Ultimate Nick Fury. All along. Well, meanwhile, they've now teased a cover that in the Ultimate Universe, they are introducing a white Nick Fury. Oh, weird. (laughs) And then the other big news was that uh, before we left for the break, poor Gail Simone had been fired off of Batgirl. Which I really like. But I heard she's back, though. Yeah. The outcry was so much, I think, that like within two weeks... The D- DC was like, no, she's back. She's not missing an issue. She's Could you somehow nice. make that sound more declarative as like a newspaper headline? Gail Simone is still writing Batgirl. It shouldn't have sounded so dramatic. Uh, one more time, Henry. One more time. Gail Simone is the writer of Batgirl. Fuck! That was the wrong one, too! Uh, one more time. Gail Simone <laughs> writes Batgirl. <laughs> Now, okay, only only five more to go. (laughs) Did you guys? I read uh, quick aside already. Funny news, uh, funny little internet thing about how awful the newspapers in in Hill Valley are. (laughs) (laughs) There's headlines that they get in Back to the Future two and three. So much exposition is done (laughs) in newspapers in the Hill Valley, whatever, and so like. The front page in the same kind of font that would say like "President assassinated." Yeah. It's local author murdered. <laughs> and then in the B- Bill more so like local youths fail to rob bank. So <laughs> Bill, uh, uh, guys, uh, lucky streak continues for <laughs> the luckiest man in the world. Uh, local favorite develops <laughs> boots for pigs. <laughs> <laughs> then in the corner, it's like Princess Die 
<laughs> or yeah. no, Queen die. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, is it really? Yeah, that's uh, the one thing that felt. they cannot get right unless I think, <laughs> I, I, I think they say like uh, so. Prince William has to have a kid, and he has to die. And uh, well, and they should have put not... a little money on Princess Di's death. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, well, that would mean that Marty obviously, by going back in time, caused her death somehow, like a butterfly Ooh, effect. Oh, the sound of thunder. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Though also that newspapers even exist in 2015. I mean, come on. Digital. Print well, here exist. we are in 2013. I uh, print. Yeah, come I on. think they'll uh, be around. Local newspapers like the Hill Valley Journaler. Those are like the only yeah. ones that will be around. Yeah, like a true. local paper is about all that'll sustain, uh, sustain itself. And in those, the headline will be local author yeah. murder. <laughs> so you're wrong, Henry. Yeah. Uh, if we could just, can we go back and delete this <laughs> local entire author yeah. murder? Snowbank <laughs> swallows <Yeah>. roadside. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see this week again? Oh, there's another rash of people saying, "Oh, this is the week that Marty travels to the future." It's like, no, it's no, it's, it's 2015. 2015. Everybody they do it by everybody. by fives, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, there's a rash of, oh, yeah, January sixth, two thousand thirteen is what? No, yeah, it's no, thirty not. years in the past. There's a very clear, the there's a very oh. clear screen grab from the movie you can reference. It does yeah. remind me that I did see Zemeckis say, "Yeah, remaking Yellow Submarine <laughs> yeah, is probably a shitty idea." But I'm working with humans again. Yeah, but well, he was working for Disney almost exclusively, making those awful stop Ugh. motion movies, Mars Needs Moms, and A Christmas Carol, Ugh. and would always keep talking about Roger Rabbit. So I was sad mm. because Disney, like, no more, you're shut down. Because Mars Needs Mom was a bomb and a half, one of the like, biggest bombs, I think. Um, uh, not a, uh, yeah, actually, John Carter. Yeah, apparently, John it. Carter is officially the biggest bomb. I don't know. It can be okay in the foreign markets. Well, I read recently. Yeah, I do somewhere. love shit. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but it was, he kept saying Roger <laughs> So Rabbit. leave Waterworld alone, everybody. <laughs> but, it looks like, it, but it looks like, yeah, he's like, no, we still have a, a treatment ready. It's just waiting on approval from mm-hmm. Disney. We will, I would love to do a Roger Rabbit. I saw Roger Rabbit uh, at the end of December for the first time in like 10 years, and it was magical. And, and he said, what are you... Uh, You're what knocking are you, him dead! You talking about <laughs> stop motion or 3 ds like, yeah, maybe we'll make it in 3D, but it will, it will be traditional 2D animation, well, yeah, and it will be, be a period piece. <laughs> And, I'm like, yes. and I tied that back in because the original book source material was Who Censored Roger Rabbit featuring comic characters and not animation mm. characters. Mm. Yeah, so All right. Zipper, zippy. Anyways. Yellow Kid. Guys. So, handicap. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's the news and stuff. Last week's question of the week was just for you guys to name oh, your Oh, I favorites. didn't want to close the loop on something if okay. I could really quick. Yeah. Uh, over the break, I did read the Spider-Man uh, Hobgoblin Lives. Yeah, because yeah. I think we've talked on the show multiple times about like uh, they brought what, back. Roderick how did they Kingsley bring back Roderick Kingsley and Ned Leeds and Jason Mackendale and which one was the real one and blah blah blah. And it's like Hobgoblin was a really cool villain um, that just kind of danced around for a while who he actually was. But there is that trade that you mentioned, Hobgoblin Lives. So I, if you're listening, I would I would encourage uh, buy Spider-Man Origin of Ho- Origin of the Hobgoblin. Yeah, yeah. As well as Hobgoblin lives, like buy them together, and both mm. of them together give you a good sense of like why that character is really cool. His um, origin in the Hobgoblin takes you up to the two fifty one, yeah, which, which is, is right before the black costume yeah, starts. The issue before black costume, yep, two fifty two. Um, but then you know, the whole time he has the black costume, Hobgoblin's kind of a persistent threat, and it's kind of neat to think about that mid to late eighties, even early nineties, where there was no Green Goblin. I know. Uh, Harry was for spectacular on and off, yeah, on and off. But it wasn't like there was no Norman Osborn because he was still dead. Mm-hmm. And Harry, well, I mean, he died in two hundred spectacular Spider-Man two hundred, right? Yep. Um, and that's a really cool issue too. 
Um, but yeah, just that both hobgoblin should been invalidated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't, neither one of them matter, but they're both cool stories in and of them. I, mm-hmm. There's a shot of in Spectacular Spider-Man 200 from like 80 or 90, whatever. I'm guessing early 90s. Uh, I'll say it would have been pre-Clone Saga, so I'm going to say 93, 93, that late? 94. I mean, well, I, it was. No. It happened right before uh, Maximum, or right after Maximum Carnage. So. Really? I mean, it has a goofy hologram cover, so yeah. probably 90s is correct. Well, okay, so no, <laughs> it was this you. Is issue 188 that was the 30th anniversary okay. one. With the poster. Yeah, and so 12 issues later, a year later, was 200. Okay, so. there you go. Yeah. Um, but one of my favorite panels, like I read it again about 10 years ago, and I, after the Spider-Man 1 movie came out, I was like, I want to go back and read some Green Goblin stuff. And there was that point where Harry was the Green Goblin. There's such a great panel, because Harry knows yeah. that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And that was still a big deal back then. Like, only Venom and, you know, no one else really knew. Yeah. Um, and there's just this really creepy, like, shot of, like, Harry as Hobgoblin, or as uh, Green Goblin, just kind of standing completely erect and tall, like, with his arms crossed, with the glider just going down the street right next to Peter, just kind of following with a big grin on his face, just like, "What's up?" Yeah, I, re- and, I remember and, that. And Peter's like, "Uh, yeah, he's so like, are c- we going to do this right here?" And he's like, "Oh no, we'll do this later." I just want you to know that I know, and then flies <laughs> off. And I'm like, "That's so fucking cool." <laughs> My head's finally right again. And yeah, I that's so cool. And yeah. like, yeah, that was it was a really cool moment. Though it's a sad, yeah, yeah, he passes away. That one it was a cool death scene too. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, oh, it was good. But then, ugh, then that led straight into Peter's parents being revealed to be oh cyborgs, boy. built as a long-term revenge scheme by Harry. <laughs> and then, uh, just any the kind of long con revenge scheme is like no one with revenge in mind has the patience for this. Like, <laughs> well, and the clones were a long, long, long-term plan of the Red of, Skull. Of, no, of, of Norman. That was oh Norman's right, plan. yes, yes, decades-long con. Yeah. I spent time in Europe. Just watching. I know I hate you and stuff, but I want to hang out in Europe for a few years and then uh, <laughs> figure some the, stuff out. The movie is hinting towards the what? new movies. No, I I don't know. I mean, the new movies are like they've mentioned Oscorp four hundred thousand times. No, but his so. parents show up at the beginning, uh, and yeah. then someone at the ends like mentioned something. I don't you like never him. told him his parents were the founders of Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a Harry Potter thing. I don't like it. It's like. Bring Peter's parents into every any story always sucks. It's yeah. never interesting or fun. It diminishes the point of the character. Mm-hmm. Hey. Henry's parents are of uh, Henry Peter. <laughs> oh, Fran- oh, so Francine, uh, oh, Freudian slip boy. there. He's gonna make this anyway. So eloquent talk about this no fighting. Peter's Peter's parents are Aunt May and Uncle Ben. It's not <laughs> yeah exactly. It doesn't matter who his birth parents were. Like and and the moment you make them spies in Shield and. Hid behind the Iron Curtain for whatever long, and the Red yeah. Skull hired them to blow up the Berlin Wall. Whatever the hell it is, they did. It's like no, yeah. no, no. That's where that's another one where the uh, the turn the time, the movement of time really invalidates yep. it completely. Yep. Uh, I just thought about how we were talking about the timeline of Captain America. In a few years, it will be implausible that he was out of the ice before nine eleven. Like he won't. <laughs> he won't. It'll be. Implausible for him to have witnessed 9/11 as, as Captain America. Oh, well, 
But well, I mean, but I mean, he could have still, as far as I'm concerned, unless you can come up with a compelling reason why I shouldn't think this, uh, no reason why he couldn't have still woken up in the 60s or 70s because nah, well, he, no, he himself won't really age. It's, but no, it's, it's everyone the, else aging. I see. They, I see. It was I see, the I Avengers see. that woke him up. They right. have to age with him. Yes. Yeah, so. and it's the little things that he says, like, I'm still not used to this time. I'm right. still new here. And like, I'm a man out of time. But yes. he doesn't really do that. That much he does. Now. I think he does in almost everything I read. There's, there's. He does. He mentions something about feeling like a fish out of water. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and at like, the beginning, well, and then of... my brain starts taking. Like, I think you've been here for like thirty years. Yeah, <laughs> some play and, it up more than others. Some yeah. write it like. Some write it like to him, 1945 was yesterday. Yeah. It feels like. Yeah. What it is is like I know numerous issues where he goes and visits people he knew in the 40s. Like those storylines will be off the books. Yeah, you cannot do that. We have no more of the Greatest Generation left. Right, but it's still like. Well, there's a few. There's there's still some people left. I think fifty. They're that's weird. That's really weird to think old. about. No, they're dude. very very old. It'll be the, it'll be like the way we consider the old west. Wow, did that really happen? Yeah. All we have to go on is whatever the movie stars say. <laughs> well, luckily there's four hundred thousand movies and documentaries because exactly. they had they had cameras at least. John Wayne propaganda. Let's see. It. Yeah, right. this one's getting a little long. Then. All right, my mistake. All right, so so we're not going to do. We were talking about doing superstar spotlight, but we're running out of time. So yeah, I'm we'll glad we can that, that after another. one try. <laughs> no, next time, next time we will. We just had so much. What was the second one? Uh, uh, no, no, sorry. We had one episode without it, so we oh, technically yeah. can't do it. That was a right. year-end episode, though. Mm-hmm. It was different. A year in review. Anyways, a uh, quick thing about last week's question of the week, which was, uh, you know, your favorite... Com- what were your favorite comics of the year? Just read off a couple. Uh, the person who was nice enough to... I didn't even start uh, one for this, because I thought people Sunny might D. just do it in the columns. It was Sunny D was the first one. And uh, my personal favorite comic book of the year is the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic comic series. I've heard a lot of good things about that. Strategy. Wonderfully writ- written, and the artwork is superb. I'll check that out. I, I had heard the same thing about the Adventure Time comic. Yeah, oh, I've been, well, I've been, we've been watching Adventure Time almost every day, just buying, buying all the seasons on Google Play for some reason. Ugh, weird uh, place to buy. It. It's very easy to do HDMI out of my laptop and then ah, just put it on TV. I and I want to give them money because it's really good. Uh, yeah, it's super fun. There's no other HD way to watch Adventure Time, unfortunately, yeah. for folks. Without you. Uh, let's see. Uh, then also, um, The Tingler. He listed three. <laughs> Batman, the Scott Snyder one, just because the Court of Owls story was just so It was really awesome. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Star Wars, Darth Vader, and the Ghost Prison. Oh, who could forget? I have not heard at all about. <laughs> it's really strange. The Luke, this I is indeed your, a disturbing uh, I am your warden. <laughs> <laughs> and then another book called the uh, the New Dead Wardians, which is uh, by Dan Abnett, Abnett, who wrote the the mo- him and uh, his writing partner Andy Lanning wrote a lot of the um, and not Annihilation stuff. Oh, which was really oh good. man, nice Annihilation's art. so good. I want to check out this New Dead Wardians mm-hmm. book. And I oh, see, uh, obviously, a douche below that is also a fan of Snyder's Batman stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, yeah. Um, John John reviewed this on Laser Time a while back. Uh, Punk Rock Jesus. He said, I think he said some nice things about that. Yeah, I need to check that out. out. That was on the Onions. It's uh, like five issues in, so you can easy to catch up. It's like two bucks digitally. <laughs> that was on the Onions list too. Mm-hmm. It was good. Uh, let's see here. It's on my list. The Whalen picked out the Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, the right and also the new Deadpool series, which is really Ooh, fun. I have to need to catch up. And, uh, Which one is that? It's not Merc with the Mouth. That's already over, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, this is the one. He's that's, going after uh, dead presidents. This written is by it, Ryan Post. Yeah, co-written by co-written Brian Post and the the you know the huge ma- monster man from no. <laughs> Mr. Show. No. 
Rodrigo from yeah. the My Son is Gay sketch. <laughs> there, I brought Elston right there. No gay son of mine. <laughs> not gay. <laughs> Classic. Classic. All right, uh, and then a couple more here. Let's see. Oh, Tom SJ3 definitely reveal, uh, agrees with us on, on Hawkeye. Woo. Love that. And uh, Hawkeye, yeah, same with CJ12297. Same deal, Batman, Hawkeye, and mm-hmm. Saga. A lot of the same people enjoying those books. So, uh, glad everybody agrees with I us. would say, I would, again, vote for Hawkeye. It's really, really good. I Some of the freshest, like, most fun I've had reading a comic book in years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd also say, as far as, like, brand new stuff that's come out that I've actually enjoyed, uh, Indestructible Hulk, I think. It's only, two yeah. I- it's only two issues in, but mm-hmm. I like this thing it's setting up. I like it a lot. Finally, he has, like, some brains. Yeah, like, it's like he's just letting it exist. Brains and self-respect. Um, and then also, uh, damn it! What was the other thing I was going to say? Um, uh, the new I mean, line? it's <laughs> obvious, but I mean, Mark Wade's Daredevil. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to Popeye versus Mars Attacks. Jesus, it's totally coming! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right, so yeah, quick yeah, one yeah, this week. Right? This week's question of the week. I can't mm. do a Popeye impression. After we were so, uh, you know, people got really upset about uh, Amazing 700. So. Mm. And say, was there any big status quo change in Marvel or DC that really upset you and made you want to hmm. stop reading? Like, what's the thing that's bothered you the most? Clone Saga. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, it, it's yeah. the go-to answer, but it's like that. No joke. Did I stopped buying comic books? Mm-hmm. And maybe that's you know my bad on me for like ditching all comic books because of this whatever. But it's like mm-hmm. when it's something that it's Spider-Man. It's like that's the core of why you're into comics in the first place, and they just. I wasn't so much upset about, like, it's Ben Riley, although that did actually bother me. I'm like, you can't tell me the stories I read weren't Spider-Man. Mm. And I know it doesn't really matter because Peter Parker's still valid, but it's like, blah, 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 all this stuff that everybody already thinks about this clone saga. It was just, it was indicative of a bigger problem. It was yeah. gimmick covers, gimmick storylines. Here's Daredevil in a metal costume with blades on it. Here's Hobgoblin with cybernetic implants. Like, it's just too much. Everything's stupid. <laughs> I, I have no like. I'll, yeah. I'll try some image comics. Everything's a new number one every year. All right, I'll try Valiant. These are garbage. I'll try Wildstorm. These are horrible. Everything yeah. is bad. I was trying I'm out. I'm buying Magic cards now. That's all I care about. <laughs> I tried to on the last episode. Also, I, the PS One's launching. I'm really busy. <laughs> in the previous episode, I think I mentioned that during the Clone Saga, I think it was uh, yeah, it was during the Scarlet Spider part. Uh, the Doc Ock was replaced by a woman. A woman. Doc I, Ock, I bought that issue who, on a newsstand. I, who, I have those issues. Whose ultimate plan was to make the internet real life. And to, <laughs> to have a, a virtual reality take over reality. Everyone will be using bitcoins. It was, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> and I, and I, like at the time, yeah, it was something like Dr. Octopus was killed by getting hit by a car. And he was replaced by this. No, no, no. He had his neck snapped by Kane. Kane Did killed he? him. Yeah. Kane. And we called her because we were fourteen. We called her Doc Pussy because she was a girl. <laughs> LOL. 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 Yeah. Get it? I get that's it. short for octopus, by the way. <laughs> that's not a. That's not a pussy. Doc, oh, Doc Pussy. Pu- I get it. I get it. Doc no. Octopus. Wow. Come on. I mean, you guys are minds in the gutter. <laughs> uh, you know, one for me. All I can think about is butt pussy, right? <laughs> Rim butt pussy. <laughs> oh boy. Somebody's name in, in another podcast oh, we did. Yeah. Uh, so the big one for me has been, uh, you know, the, the DC New Universe has had its ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, some I agree with, some not. But 
that they have ditched Wally West. Like, Wally West doesn't exist anymore. That's weird. That's the one I liked. He's been completely forgotten. Well, because Barry Allen is the one from the 60s, so he has to take over. And for Barry Allen's (laughs) new storylines to work, he can't have a grown-up sidekick named Wally West. But isn't his personality more Wally West? They've made him closer to Wally West anyway. Yeah. Gotten rid of the wet blanket, uninteresting personality that was Barry. Yeah, that's what I thought. Reading reading Justice League, that's the impression I got. He was a little closer to Wally. And that was... I watched over the break uh, a bunch of DC, uh, the animated DC stuff. Mm -hmm. More of the newer stuff has come on the... um, come on netflix and so i watched the justice league doom special which is basically uh it's the league of the, the shadows the, short and gentlemen the, the evil the league of of their own bowling league. Up, whatever <laughs> all right anyway the, uh, the justice league is attacked by all their greatest villains but using batman's plot and oh so tower of babel it takes yeah it takes the tower of babel story Changes up a little, but like uh, Bell, like but in it, the the <laughs> most interesting thing about it is everyone's voice is the Justice League Unlimited voice. Oh, okay, and then was the Flash's too. I was like, oh, the Flash sounds like that. Oh and wow, then the Flash takes his mask off and he's Barry Allen. I'm like, no, that's Wally's voice. That's not that's Wally's voice and characterization, not Barry. And, yeah, huh? And so it's I'll the Barry that. is just replacing. Yeah, definitely Justice League Doom is. I'll watch that. Is one the that's a really cool story too. To, yeah, it's a really and animation's great. I've heard Young Justice is really good. I need to watch that one. I, I have not seen. I oh no, I have. I saw a funny scene in that where the uh, it was about sexism in the in the DC universe where all the girls were sent on a mission at, together like Batgirl, Supergirl, and uh, and Huntress. I think it was. The Nightwing is saying, like, so we had to put all the girls together on this mission because the villain is obviously targeting the men and stuff. And then Batgirl said to Nightwing, if you were to have sent all men on this mission, would you felt you needed to qualify it? <laughs> and the Nightwing said, there's no way I can respond to this and win. <laughs> Goodbye. Click. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, Wally West. I've been I've been really pissed oh. off at that. No matter how good they've been doing Barry since then, yeah, I Wally was the better character. The Jeff Johns, the architect of DC, yeah. wrote so well. I mean, he did like when I was reading Flash, it was like close to like Flash two hundred with yeah. uh, with like uh, Thrawn or no no yeah the Zoom Professor the, Zoom yeah. Uh, that yeah, that whole story was awesome. Reverse Flash, that whole story was the Reverse super Flash cool. story was so great. And he comes back and just like he's snapping his fingers, and it's so fast. It, that's a sonic boom. He can just blow people away by yeah. snapping his fingers at the speed of sound. Just murders his family. He's faster than the Flash could possibly be. It was yeah. it was really Aren't cool. You just, that, All right, uh, I should guess I Chris, do you have one? Uh, Black Punisher, but I was gonna say <laughs> Black Punisher. We just got you guys denied that it, it existed before, but somebody corrected you. Okay, it totally happened. Uh, I don't really. Ha- it's, I don't really have much of a. There's comment. Punisher in space, you know. Um, really? Yeah. Or when Punisher was uh, an angel. <laughs> Punisher was killed and then became and no. a killer for God. And I, I maybe it's too late to bring this up, but Professor Zoom made me think of. You had an awesome Professor Zoom shirt, didn't you? I did. Mm, yeah, it was it's bright. just a logo. Yeah, yellow, yellow got, with the reverse. Uh, but neither logo. of you wear it anymore. I'm thinking about buying it. And well, then I you had something you wanted to bring up about a shirt. On a certain show. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Well, Dave, do you have uh... well, all time status quo changes? Yeah, just uh, status quo change. The uh, amalgam comics. Like I didn't like. <laughs> I didn't like that. That's what Marvel versus DC led to. I just yeah, those were like. Like what? I remember liking that series, and then it's like this is what comes of it. It's mm-hmm. these weird kind of. 
Uh, Spectacular Nixon. Spider Boy. Yeah. What was the Batman Wolverine? Dark Claw? Or? Dark Claw. I think it was Dark Claw. So oh, Superman and Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I went looking for those recently to see if they were sold in any current form. I don't think they are. No, yeah, it's it's weird. But all right, well wait. What about a T-shirt? I don't know. You think about, about the so I bought BBT. over the break a couple new shirts. One of them a Green Lantern shirt. Oh, I see. Which I, I had not. I needed to get a new one for a while. <laughs> like my old one had gotten worn out. I stopped wearing it. So I needed a new one in my rotation of shirts. So I bought it, but then when I put it on, I remembered why I didn't want to wear it before. <laughs> Is because that the most famous it's famous for a nerd to wear it after Sheldon on the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It was uh, oh, oh, just like three days ago. I wore my Green Lantern shirt that I've had for I don't know I don't know how many years. We I at least once wore it at the same day. When yeah, we it was together. pretty great. Um, <laughs> it's been my it's been my go to St. Patrick's Day shirt for about ten years. <laughs> um, but yeah, the thing was I wore it recently, and as I stepped outside because while I was home. Like my nephew got a Big Bang Theory series on DVD, and I was just like, I was just like grumbling, like, how old is he? Fifty? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you get that for somebody? Uh, well, turns out people that aren't us love it, and Middle America loves it. Well, I don't know. I have friends who like it too, and I, I don't fucking I, get. That. I, right, I agree. To, I agree to disagree. I have a different point about it, but we'll my point was it. just like as I was wearing it, I'm like, I think I actually think we're gonna get to a point, and maybe this has already happened, or maybe I'm just being paranoid, whatever. But like. Most of the country will just think it's a Big Bang Theory shirt. They won't <laughs> think it's a comic book thing. Mm-hmm. They'll think that's what that guy wore on that show, and I hate the show. So the idea of me wearing a Green Lantern shirt is just a repulsive now. Yeah. I don't want to wear a shirt. It, it won't even register to a lot of people like Green Lantern, comic books, Hal Jordan, Jon Stewart. It won't. Fortunately, he Kyle Rayner. Yeah. It won't mean anything. It will mean the character on the sh- Fortunately, he only wears DC shirts, so you can wear well, a Marvel shirt because it's a Warner show. Warner so Brothers show, yeah. So they wear which, which just further illustrates the lack of actual shit they give. Yeah. Like, he's not a comic book nerd. He's Warner Brothers' own character. Yeah. So I, I read a really great essay. I was going to think. Did you too, read that you, too? Everybody sent that around. And it's, it was fucking right. That I thought, I thought, I thought really we had gotten right. to the point, but he was very concise about it. The reason why you, can hate, you are allowed to hate Big Bang Theory is because making fun of the you. central character is Penny, the non-nerd, mm-hmm. and her perception of these idiots and geeks who like things that yeah. we do. And the joke, yeah, the joke most of the time is, well, we're going to go play D anD. d Ha! It's inside. I not, know a fact about Star Wars. Ha! <laughs> it's not about sympathizing with those characters. Yeah. It's either finding them hilarious dorks or pitying them. It's mm-hmm. time to quote Star Trek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why would someone quote Star Trek? What a nerd! <laughs> and that's just oh god, that's, that's, the, not, it's that's, that's a, the most clueless thing of all. It's like Star Trek and Star Wars are like pop culture staples mm-hmm. that people who don't think they're nerds still love. Like, but those are not, also. Not, I have to imagine are not the people watching Big Bang Theory. They're all I don't like fifty know. or sixty. I'm just. I'm baffled by the show. Well, man. yeah, I've never. I had honestly never watched a full episode of it. I've watched like until two. my mom came to town and like we watched. She put it on. I was like, all right, let's see. And when I watched. It, I was like, this isn't even like awful, but it's it's such a cliche sitcom in general in its construction. And then second, like, yeah, the jokes are just. Like the joke I, I, is like quoting Star we'll, Trek. We'll be here all the night playing Nintendo sixty four. Ha! It's Halo night. The articles like yeah, it's in a way, night. you need to praise Family Guy because at least when they reference something, the joke is at the expense of what they're referencing. Mm-hmm. And when Big Bang Theory references, it's not the reference isn't funny because of what they're referencing. It's just that they're referencing it. Yep. That mm-hmm. somebody would be so nerdy to like Magic the Gathering or Tomb Raider. 
Yeah, or but that it's just, it, it itself is a paradox because mm-hmm. you to say those things on network television mm-hmm. means they are popular enough mm-hmm. that a broadest possible audience knows mm-hmm. what they are. Mm-hmm. If you know what they are, it's not secular and nerdy anymore. Mm-hmm. It's a it's an accepted thing for you to make a joke about Halo. Mm-hmm. The audience has to know what Halo is. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they are all nerds, right? Because they all even knew what it was. Like the entire premise of the jokes offends me, well, and it the, really bothers me. And then the other point the guy made in the article that I read that was so good was that he said a punchline is a character is playing D anD D, and that's it. Mm. Yeah. And then meanwhile, on Community, they just play D anD D in an episode and take it totally seriously and don't treat it like you're a leper for the wanting legend, to play. The legend of Neil. Thank you, Community. That episode's fantastic. Yeah, camp. <laughs> yeah, community is a great example of like I, they well, will poke fun at nerds in a fun way, mm-hmm. but will also wink, wink. We get it. Like yeah. we also I, do this. I can't wait to watch their Christmas episode in February. That's going to be so great. Yeah, well, what's the, the the percentage of the audience of Community to Big Bang Theory? It's probably got to be like a third, a fraction. Well, I'd say like, more like one to one hundred or something. Uh, like, wow. I don't think so. Big Bang Theory is one of the most watched shows on TV. I like, bet you Community sells. And also, it more DVDs. Maybe and has way so, more views but online. the. But then you still see asshole like not assholes. I'm sorry, mm. but you still see people at like Comic Con wearing Bazinga shirts and like buying their shit. I was like, no, they're fucking mocking you. Don't you get it? They don't. Yeah, yeah okay. that's that's what I that's what. So when I see that, I feel like, uh, am I am I just being too butthurt and shitty about Sometimes, it? Yes. Like, but at the same time, I'm like, the show is. At your expense, yeah. it's mm-hmm. making fun of you. It's, it's not. It's not laughing with you. It's from the creators of Two and a Half Men. Like, yeah. it's the same. It's on the same level of quality. Like, but it's like just the, the entire thing is just such a farce and paradox. Like people have to get those jokes to make it funny. Well, they also make uh, fun. Of, they also make fun of Indian people too. Oh, right? that's hilarious! Mm-hmm. All right, we should just end this. Their clothes we, are different from my clothes. So. <laughs> Uh, what's your cra- What do you hate about Big Bang Theory? <laughs> no. I know it's old. It's even cliche to even make fun of the show at this point. Uh, but anyway, so to answer the this week's question in the forums, we'll read it next week on the show, and we should just wrap this up. But uh, while you're on here, Brett, I'm sure you'd like to plug something. Uh, VGEmpire.com, where we don't rant about things we hate generally. Uh, <laughs> video, right. video game music podcast comments views listening Ooh, to the show have, have a ninja turtle show coming soon actually it might already be out and uh i don't know when this post you know was a great rumor i heard recently it was that platinum games might be making a ninja turtle game wow that's, that's interesting that's a pretty crazy Ooh. rumor and probably not true at all but well, konami still has the license don't they ubisoft that's, oh it's ubisoft who yeah. fucking knows or, the nickelodeon, nickelodeon owns turtles now so maybe that voided old mm, contracts yeah, i don't know hey. and dave uh cheap podcast yeah, yeah. Love wrestling. pro wrestling podcast. I hear that THQ and WWE aren't so happy right now. But uh, I don't think anyone's happy with THQ right now. No, but look forward to we're gonna have a Royal Rumble cast soon oh, yeah. enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then Chris, major time, mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. We got a new episode out. If you haven't heard it, um, a bunch of fun stuff. I know we've been quiet for a while, just because I wanted to. It's fucking I, Christmas. I, I personally wanted a real break, but I, I no, but always in the past we've been really. We'll get into it on laser time. All right. I uh, want a real break, but uh, this is a brand new day for all of us. So look forward to new shows, new things, new articles, and a lot more participation from you guys. So until next time, we will see you on Cape Crisis. <laughs>